Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, Coach. Uh, welcome to the podcast today. Before we jump in, I would like to give a big shout out to our sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market, bar none. They are awesome. They rock. Uh, Mention Coach Unplugged, they'll give you $350 off. Um, those machines are sturdy. They they will not break down. They were like my old explorer. They run, 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 run. Um, also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. It's your one-stop shop for basketball coaches. Um, it's unlike anything out there, you know, you can join all these other courses, but I guarantee you don't get their cell phone number. You don't get one-on-one calls. You don't get, you know, Hey, Tuesday, I need to call with you. Um, that's what teach makes teachhoops.com different. We have everything you need to become a better basketball coach. Doesn't matter if you're youth, doesn't matter if you're high school, doesn't matter if you're college, we're here to help. We're here to mentor you through this great journey we call coaching. All right, let's head off to the podcast. Yeah, man, it's, it's all based on regular defensive principles, but you got to switch everything. And so that takes a lot of time uh, um, in our practice. Okay. Uh, what's, uh, what's one thing you've learned this year? To stay true to your mission. And in the, in, from October 15th to November 15th, I wasn't true to my mission. We were going to win this thing. We we're going to win the league. No, we're going to, we're process driven and not results driven. And, and that's hard. In did that, that's hard in today's society. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It really uh, is. And, and also I think our clientele, uh, it, it's definitely, they would blossom under the process driven. And maybe that's right. why my, former coach did it that way but they're they're uh probably kids like middlebury i mean that's a high academic school you know they are intrinsically motivated probably right. they want to please they want to get the a's well to say that 
they're already motivated to do well and to pile on and say, well, now you have to win this game. Right. Right. They're already almost, motivated. They're they, yes. yeah, yeah. Yeah. They've already done the academic piece of that puzzle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and that, that's something that they can't control. So control the controllables, just process, process. Yeah. Just control, that. That, that's the quote of the night. Control the controllables. Yeah. Um, is there one moment, is there one coaching moment that we could dive into? Like something that happened in your coaching career that would help someone that's listening? Like a moment. Uh, Okay. Um, this is a, a, a couple years ago and uh, Chuck Gotherman, uh, uh was one of my players. He's now a, a, an assistant professor here at Grove City and he's a minister on top of that. And for some reason, Chuck, I don't know, he, I yelled at him. I mean, I, as he was coming off the floor right. and he says, coach, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. I said, oh, Film doesn't lie. You know, Ooh, doesn't that's lie. a great. There's a quote. There's a coach. Film doesn't well, lie. I said what? that eight million times. Film doesn't lie. Um, next day, I looked the film, and he was absolutely right, and I was absolutely wrong. So, in the middle of everybody team meeting, I said, "Fellas, I just want to apologize to Chuck Cotherman because he was absolutely right, and I was absolutely wrong." And just that apology. Um, yep. And, and in fact. This has happened numerous times since then where a kid will come off the floor and I'll, you know, I'll get on him and I'll go, coach was, and, and maybe my assistant will, will nudge me and goes, coach, it wasn't him. Right. And right there I'll say, I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah. I just, my I, bad, right. my bad. Yeah. I, I would think just apologizing when you're wrong, kind of, they see that you're human and, and they're more apt to, they want to forgive. You know? Well, and, and it's more about trust. They're going to trust you too. When you show you're vulnerable, yes. they're going to trust yeah. you. I agree. I think that's yeah. going to be. Um, do you have any superstitions? That I'm not superstitious. Okay, here's another story. And okay. this goes back to 2008. <laughs> and um, we were making a run, and we actually won the league that year. But it was like the league championship game. And my, one of my players, John Scheller, goes, Coach, here's your gum. I said, I don't chew gum. Why, why are you choosing and chewing gum? He goes, I always chew gum. I have to have a piece of gum before the game. This is lucky gum. I want you to have a piece too. I said, I ain't chewing your lucky gum. I'm not superstitious. It has nothing to do with that. It has you jump. If you jump to the ball, we'll be fine. Don't worry about your gum. <laughs> and we won the game, but um, I try not to be uh, because I want our players to play loose and so, and of course, like a lot, everyone has a superstition or, or ritual. Right. I mean, I, I always tell people I'm a, I'm a tad superstitious, but it's more about routine for me than superstition. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, it's like okay. if I don't wear That's those different. socks, we're not going to lose, but it's more about like the old days when I was a player, like I put my left shoe on and then I put my right shoe on. It was really, oh, yeah, I was the same way as a player. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So yeah. that's why as a coach, I have superstitions. Um, when we were making a run at one year for the state, I think I ate, 27 number fours at mcdonald's so that's when i knew it was getting out of control <laughs> yeah because <laughs> i didn't by the 27th one on that thursday whatever it was i didn't even eat it i took a bite out of it it was like, i was sick of them <laughs> but it was like we kept winning we kept winning it's like yeah. oh crap it was all because know. mcdonald's right it had no, nothing to do with your coaching do. prowess or, or your kids buying in nothing to no, do with that no I, mean, I don't even know if they knew it but i knew it um all right so i'm gonna do what i refer to as rapid fire coach i'm gonna give you a question um they tend to be very short 
answers, but they don't have okay. to be. Sometimes I'll jump in. Um, what is your favorite brand of basketball, the actual ball that you play with? Voight. Voight? You know, the rubber balls back in the 1970s? Voight, V-O-I-T. They don't even make them anymore. Okay. Uh, I was joking. I don't yes. even Wilson. remember the Voight. Yep. I yep. had ponies. Do you remember ponies? I had, a po I had ponies. I wore ponies. Um, I think it was my junior year of high school. Yep. I had ponies yep. in high school and I've got, I still got my college Converse, uh, all-stars up in my closet. You know, the ones that magic oh, yeah. wore and bird wore and yes. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh, I got those upstairs. I you can sell those on eBay for, and you can retire early. Yeah. They're, they're all beat up cause I actually wore them and played yeah. in them. So they're, <laughs> they're not in pristine, um, Okay, so what 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 ball do you use, or what's your favorite ball? Yeah, Wilson Solutions. Okay, and is that what they use for the NCAA? They do, and that's and that's what our league uses as well. Mm -hmm. Yep, I tell coaches just use the use the ball that they're going to use in the most important game you play all year. Right on. Um, one one word to describe your ideal player. Selfless. Amen. One sporting event you could go to in the world. Okay, uh, World Cup soccer. Yeah. My wife is going to love me for this. That's great. Well, I, after my first year teaching, I think I've told the story, but after my first year teaching, my brother and I went around Europe. So that would have been yeah. 90. I think it was 90. And, um, and uh, we were in Italy, and the World Cup was in Italy. And I didn't know, what's the World Cup? I grew up in U.S., Wisconsin, whatever. And yeah. literally towns, would, we'd, have, we'd have to chop, we'd have to leave towns because the World Cup – and I remember going to this little mom and top place in like Milan or something. It was the best pasta ever. She brought it out, you know, the Italian mom, you can just picture mm -hmm. her and she puts it down and we don't literally see anyone for the next like hour. My brother and I are eating it, blah, blah, blah. We go, what the hell? And everyone is on it in a TV, around the TV watching. Watching it. Yeah. I think Italy was still playing at that point. Like, <laughs> what is this? Yeah. It's like, there's a whole, yeah. Um, you can tell we're Americans. Yeah, we're, I definitely look like an American at that point. Uh, favorite pregame meal? Oh, it's got to be pasta. Okay. Old school pasta. Okay. With meatballs. I want meatballs with mine, too. Okay, yeah. What is it? What did Bobby Knight used to do? He used to give him every, – every player got vanilla ice cream and he got pistachio or something. <laughs> uh, such a Bobby Knight thing. Uh, one skill not being taught in today's game? Uh, Post-ups. I would agree. I, I, I always say footwork is one that's really bad too. Mm, yeah. uh, one thing you do to relax. I read or exercise. I don't yeah, exercise. I can see you got a great I don't, library. I don't exercise as much as I should. I try to take the dogs for a walk, but um, that's exercise. That's, that's clearing the mechanism. It, it's definitely clearing the mechanism. Um, my wife goes, God, that was like, I, there's a pond, yeah, you know, I don't know, maybe a half a mile, mile from our house. So I walk around it and she goes, God, you did that fast today. I go, well, the dogs were moving and I was trying <laughs> to keep up, you know. Um, one, uh, 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 one coaching technique you consider important. Technique? Technique. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, I, I would say that it is, um, it's setting a screen. I mean, we set so many screens in our offense that it, it's a And how do you break that, that down? Uh, well, cover your private parts, cover your unit, yeah. make sure that your, your feet aren't a, a set of, a farther out than your, your shoulders, 
get your chest out and get angled properly. In other words, you, you got to read where that defense is. Don't worry about, about, about your, your teammate. He's going to read you, and, and that's how we teach it. Okay? And do you, do you spend a lot of time breaking that down into little pieces, like two-on-two? Uh, no? Yeah, yeah, we do. Two-on-two stuff. A lot of two-on-two. Yeah, because yeah. there's a nuance to where you set the screen and how you read the screen. High school yeah, kids like don't. Yeah, like butt-to-ball, butt-to-basket. Yeah. That's how we – Kids yeah. kids don't do a good, great job of um, reading. You know, they'll just go where they think they're supposed to go. Yeah. Especially on that – especially on that – not on the first screen, but the second screen. There was – I had one team, they would cut high every time. I go, why are you always cut? – you're not even thinking when you cut. Like, yeah. I can defend you because I know where you're going. It's like mm-hmm. – yeah, and that's where film is a wonderful thing. You can kind of yes. teach them that. Um, best basketball player you have seen in person? In person? In person. That was uh, Julius Irving. Ooh, I, have his rookie, I have his rookie card in my safe, actually. Wow. Yeah, yeah I well, know. Yeah, he was probably the best. Because uh, I, I didn't see uh, uh, Larry Bird or Magic. No, I'm sorry. Let me take that back. It was it was Larry Bird when they were playing the Cavaliers back in the late 80s. Yeah, yeah. He was something, wasn't he? I was – it was the last row of the old Richland Coliseum, but thankfully I had my glasses on. But he was the best player I've seen in person. He yeah, he was – on. I mean, yeah. The game changed with Magic and Larry. Yeah. They really did. And, and for young coach or maybe players – uh, his book, Drive, is one of the best, I think. Uh, and, and maybe it's outdated because people know who Larry Bird is, but growing up and reading that book was a, a great motivation for me to really sink my teeth into the game. Best basketball player of all time? All time. I'm going to say was uh, Michael Jordan. Okay. Who would you got- say, Steve? With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Um, I, I, I think after watching Last Dance, you got to put probably Michael. I think Russell is one that's lost in the shuffle a little bit because he won 10 and never lost in the finals. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, it's so hard to compare across generations. Yeah. Um, I think LeBron, the problem is LeBron has lost in the final. Michael's Michael never played a game seven. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good point. You know, he never lost the final, you know, it's like, it's hard to argue with that one. Um, but how do you how do you compare a Bob Cousy yeah. or a Mikan to a LeBron? You can't. So I think yeah. you have to have generational things. I think the next the next great player of the of the generation lives in Wisconsin. Actually, who's that? I think Giannis is going to be the next great. Okay, I really okay. do. Mm-hmm. If you're building a basketball player, you build him. Yeah, I mean he's 24 years old. I think mean, about that. At, I mean, and he's like, if he gets if he Goes from here to here. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I mean, but he yeah. reminds me, yeah. Anyway, and one thing I was talking to a, college, a G League coach a couple of weeks ago about, what people don't understand is how LeBron's still playing because LeBron takes care of his body. He spends like a million dollars a year on his body. Like, yeah, these guys that stick around, you know, Michael didn't, Michael didn't play as long as LeBron has played. Um, mm-hmm. But, 
you know, the game has changed obviously since yeah. then. I, I would, I would, it would be Michael, but okay. um, I think he just changed, you know, I think Larry and Michael, Larry and uh, magic changed the game. Um, yeah. I think Michael was the perfect person to come in next. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, what's your favorite drill? My favorite drill. I, I know this sounds old school, but it, it's the shell. Uh, the shell drill is like the magic for teaching uh, defensive spacing in in all aspects. I, I love it. I, I think we do it almost every day. Yeah, I think you have to. What's uh, what's one thing that's made you a better coach? Uh, listening to my mentors. I, I I've had I've been so blessed with mentors. Even nowadays, uh, I'll give you one example. Is is Bob Schlosser, who was a longtime head coach at Elizabethtown College. He took them to a NCAA final and. Uh, he's taught me the flex, you know, and, and I knew him growing up and uh, uh, I, I'm just indebted to, uh, to a, a guy like that who, who just invested in me. So you, I mean, I feel like I know less now than I did in my twenties. Like, I feel like I need more mentors. I feel like I need more, like, isn't that crazy how that works? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's because I know, I don't know everything. <laughs> I say that to my players, like, <laughs> If you know that you don't know, you're in a good spot because right. at least you know your ignorance. But if you don't even if you don't know that you don't even know, what are you going to yeah, do? Yeah, but part of that's youth, though, and so yeah. part of that's like that's why they, that's why they pick the young people to go off to war because there's no sense of invincibility. Mm-hmm. I mean, invincibility. Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's, yeah, I don't feel like I'm as good a coach as I was 20 years ago, but it's like mm-hmm. I don't feel like, yeah. Anyway. Um, Hey, Steve, can I ask you a question about yes. your assistants? I mean, yes, I'm so impressed with the fact that you've had, you know, two groups of assistants your whole career. How much now do you, do you rely on them more and more oh, as you I, get I, older? Do you I talk, more? I talk 25% of our practice, maybe. It's me talking. 25%. I do the same thing. Like, because I, I, I mean, one of my assistants, with... John basically runs, he, I mean, he does our offense. Like, John, mm-hmm. take it. And I'll just stay on the side and then I'll grab a kid and I'll do this and I'll jump in. And it's like, I take tend to take more of the defensive part, but no, it's like, and then I got another assistant does literally all the scouting. Like yeah. he comes to me, he gives it to me. I look at it. I'm still watching film and stuff, but mm-hmm. I don't, part of the reason I'm still doing it after 30 years is I'm not doing everything. Like if you try to do everything, you can't. Um, so I think there's great wisdom in that. I, I know if I were, and again, I, I don't, well, I have Sean Severson, 16 right. years as my right. assistant, and I rely on him heavily. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm if, I, if, I, if I lost my staff, I would, it would be like I'd have to contemplate whether I'm coming back. Yeah. Like, because that means I'd have to get a new staff. I'd have to, like um, – Teach everybody. Yeah, the thing is, that, you know, and, and there's a little bit of a herd mentality, but I have them – they're far enough along, and we trust each other enough that they'll go, that's not – don't do that, Steve. What are you doing? Yes. Like, one of my coaches always is saying – do less, Steve. Do less. Because I want to put in three quick hitters. I want to do this, and I want to do this, yeah. and I want to do this. Do less. Do less. He always keeps saying it, and he keeps saying it because um, he knows I'm going to take it, and I'm going to mm-hmm. you know, listen to it. And yeah. um, It's the same thing with during a game. I want input during a game. Now, yeah. I'll decipher it, but I want mm-hmm. all the input. Like, in my 20s, I didn't want any input. I was going to do what I was going to do. and um, I was the same way. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I like you're saying that we – we know less now than we did before. 
a lot of information my assistants would give, and I would just, I, I would give that nod, like the, the active listening nod, mm -hmm. and not even take their advice. And now right. it's, oh, I, I'm listening, uh, and and I'll take it. You know. And the I, thing is, you'll take it. And sometimes I make the wrong decision. I remember we won a state. It was, I think it was our '09 state championship team. We we're driving to the game, whatever. And one of my coaches goes, "Man, I'm think I'm saying to myself, we should one three one. We should do this." He goes, "Oh, I don't know, Steve. I don't know." I don't, and we had a nice conversation about it. And then at the, at some point in that game, I pulled it out and I redid it and it worked. And it's probably one of the reasons we won. But it yeah. was like, he was just giving me input. Like, here's right. what I, well, it's like, whatever. I mean, I could have made the wrong call too. Mm -hmm. um, so that's what you want. And I always tell people you want, you want a Yoda. You want somebody that knows more than you. You, yeah. want, you want an administrator, somebody that will do all the work. And mm -hmm. you want somebody that questions you. Yeah. Two of those in one person, but those are the three things you need in the in mm -hmm. coaches. You need somebody that can keep you organized um, because yeah. you can't do all that stuff if you're the, if you're running if you're driving the bus. You can't worry about the directions too. Mm -hmm. um, and then you need somebody that you know is going to question you. And then you need an X and O guy. You need somebody yeah. that's like if you got those, you're good. You're in um, good shape. And yeah. One person can do more than one of them, um, mm -hmm. but for sure, uh, your favorite quote and why. Oh, you know what? Well, uh, of late, now this is probably not my favorite quote all time, but, and this is what I'm using with my team is, and it's attributed to Winston Churchill. It's uh, never waste a good crisis. So, you know, we're oh, going God, that seems this. appropriate. Say that yeah. again, coach. Never, yeah. waste a good never waste a good crisis. So you know, how are we going to deal with this when kids are at home and you don't, you don't have a, your shooting machine anymore. You don't have your bench press anymore. You don't have, your friend, well, you're going to have to deal with that. This is a crisis, and, and, and let's grow through it. Let's be better on the back end of it as basketball. Teams, who who said that? Was Winston Churchill? Yeah. I actually heard it from Mike Bray uh, from Notre Dame who attributed it to uh, Winston Churchill. Okay. That makes sense. Um, I just wrote that down because I'm going to send yeah. that to my players tonight, actually. Uh, one word to describe your coaching style. Can I get two words? Am I allowed two words? You can have two words. All right. Process-driven. <laughs> process-driven. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Process. Process-driven. Um, best basketball coach of all time? I would have to say John Wooden. I mean, how many well, – the number of titles and also the number of disciples – I'll use that term loosely – that he has – he has developed over over the the, the decades. Yeah, and the, what I don't, what I tell young coaches too, you don't realize that Wooden and, and Coach K lost a lot early in their careers. K, yes, Coach they did. K almost lost his job. Yeah, he was close. Yeah, John oh. Wooden. That's right. He, he was not he was not on top of the world in his early days uh, in the nineteen fifties at UCLA. No, it you know so that's what I tell I tell him keep keep working it will work. What uh, one book you would recommend? Uh, I like. Uh, me it was and it was about the mental game of basketball uh it was uh by pete curiel and if your listeners don't remember him he was the longtime coach at princeton university and it's called the smart take from the strong and it's not a very long book but it's, it's, a, just, it's a great book it's on this oh, shelf you read it, Steve. okay oh, it's awesome yeah. Great. yeah it's like little snippets yes it is, it is a snapchat book for the generation because they're uh, little stories point. it's yeah. like it's like they're paragraphs it's like you mm -hmm. can 
you put it in your bathroom if you really want a book for your bathroom. <laughs> yeah. Swear to God, it's that kind I of book. I read it on the bus to away games. You know, just yeah. a couple, of, a couple chapters, uh, yeah. and just just a. I guess remind myself. E- easy read, easy read. Yeah. Yep, easy. Hey, read. Steve, can I, can I ask you the same question? What What would you recommend? Because uh, for young coaches, I always say stuff. Uh, oh, players need to know Benzio. Yep. Yeah. Um, that's the book. I that's the book I always go to because it's 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 good for coaches. It's good for players. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it just again, it, I'm I'm asking the question, so I don't have to answer it. But <laughs> it would be really hard for me to pick one book. Um, yeah. because it really depends on, do I need to read grit? Do I need to read toughness? Do I need to read something that's X's and O's? Yeah. So, um, I don't read it. The, the books back here for my, I don't read as much. I listen to books more now okay. um, than I read them just because mm-hmm. I'm busy and I can do two things at once. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. so I can mow the lawn and listen to a book. Um, so I'm trying, you know, I tell my, I tell my players and students that time is the most valuable resource you have. Yeah. So I always try to contain things. Um, sure. So reading is a almost a vacation joy. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, that's hard. I, I mean, that stuff would probably be the one I would pick if I had to pick one. Um, but there's yeah, so many good books. Yeah. No reason not to listen to them now either. Um, mm-hmm. uh, one thing you we already did that one. Um, all right. One thing you would tell a young coach. This is the last question. One thing you would tell a young coach surround yourself with good people and good things will happen uh and and, and get mentors get a mentor or mentors or or accountability people that are going to hold you accountable to being true to yourself yeah i i the mentor thing is you have to find somebody and you can have more than one that's what that's what people don't understand is i i have ones for different things (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that's a great point, Steve. Yeah. Um, and I've had different ones in different seasons of my life. Right. Like early in my career, uh, it was well, Frank Kuhn, who was the head coach at the, the high school that he hired me as, as the freshman coach and, and a wonderful human being and just kind of set me straight. And then later on, it's, it, it's other people. So, right. Right. Uh, like my brother, my brother runs a venture capital company. I, I'll talk to him about finances, but I'll also talk to him about basketball because he knows bad. So you can yeah. have ones that do multiple things, but then mm-hmm. you can have other ones that I'm going to go to this one when I have an administrative issue or I have yeah. you know, a life issue or this one I'm going to talk to about like just basketball. So mm-hmm. you can find different mentors that are going to give you different things. Yeah, uh, I think sometimes when young coaches hear mentors, they think, oh, I got to find somebody who's good. No, I mean, you need mentors in more than one aspect of your life too mm-hmm. um, if you're going to be that well-rounded person. But yeah. Um, well, thank you, Coach. I really do appreciate coming on. Hey, Steve, thanks for having me. Yeah, I this really is awesome. enjoyed this. This is awesome. Yeah. I will put um, you you will send me all your sh- all your contact stuff, and I'll put it on the show notes, and uh, people can sure. get a hold of you. All right. Okay. Perfect. Hey, everybody. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, like. Um, we love those. Um, and send me an email, Steve at teachhoops.com. Tell me what you want to hear in the future. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great day. Sports Social Podcast Network.